0: Men outlived the dinosaurs, and vinyl outlived the iPod. Chew on that while we flip on over to the B-side. This is Vinyl Community Podcast.
1: well 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 now i wonder if we wait until we get one watcher to start like doing anything is that something you ever think about chance
2: Ah, uh, no i mean i made a joke about it on the last one i did on surface noise but i just i just let it rip and then yeah catch up they catch See, up
1: you're just like hansel right you grip <laughs> it and rip it
2: i like people in the middle of the plot
1: Yeah, jump right in in the middle of the plot. We got some people uh, showing up. We'll see if this is entertaining or not. You know, since we don't even have a name for the stream. That's important, an important detail that we have not yet nailed down. I think we maybe uh, crowdsource that. We got some easy mix here. That's awesome.
2: Well, Brandon figured out real quick that I just went to Google. Essentially, I had like one or two original ones. <laughs> and I was like, Google. And then I came yeah. up with like, that was like a 10 minute deep yeah. dive on like Etsy and all kinds yeah. of weird sites. I,
1: I think that, um, I think what we do, I think the righteous Travis, time sensitive thing to do is, is consult the Oracle. Of chat GPT. Oh, yeah, that's
0: right. Oh, I was going to say, I've got a, a magic eight ball, but it's <laughs> uh, well, it's that was themed, so it's a ball. Oh, well, I think we should see
1: that regardless. Um, well, okay, so this is the unnamed stream that we will hopefully like. We, can we set a goal, or is that too too lofty of a goal to have a name by the end of the stream? Oh, or that's at least a lofty a goal, working I- title.
0: I'm, right. I'm gonna fixate on that the whole time and we and, won't cover anything else.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um we'll try. How about that? We'll just we'll <laughs> leave it hanging in the air and we'll see if anything comes up.
0: I mean it's your call overall. Ah uh, if, if
1: my call is that it should be our call. Huh, cool. Right. I'll I'll get my my Soviet fuzzy hat on <laughs> for that. Um but okay, so Brandon, as usual, punk rock show office here and How are you doing today, Brandon? I'm doing well. And what did you do today, Brandon?
0: Uh, I got, I've been eagerly awaiting this filing cabinet because I just moved to a new house and there's still some stuff around my desk that I would like to put in a filing cabinet. Mm -hmm. And uh, it got here and I must have not read the description. That's on me. The drawers are fabric and I don't like that. So sending it back. I was patiently waiting for that the whole day. So excited to open it.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it takes an adult to understand the the giddiness of waiting for something like a filing cabinet. Oh, right. Once you reach a certain age, you know, before then you're like, Why the hell would I ever care about that shit? And then suddenly it's like dominating your
2: whole week. Like, yeah, I mean, it, I mean moving into a up. new
0: house. I was excited. We got new toilet paper holders. Oh man, oh, yeah. I'm
2: yeah. living the good. Looks like the Jeffersons over there. Yeah. yeah moving on up. That,
0: and then uh, there was a little gap under the front door and I closed that. So guys, when you reach a certain age, stopping a draft is just an incredible. An massive
2: accomplishment.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. And finding one, you know, <laughs> can, can be a whole, a whole yeah. month.
0: And you'll be like, this is going to save us fractions. Walking around with like a little smoky piece
1: of paper, trying to find out where the draft's coming from, like Indiana Jones.
0: Yeah. Like looking for a ghost.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, furniture is a big deal at our age. And I don't want it discounted because it's important. That leads us to Chance, concert buddy himself. How are you doing?
2: Good. What's going on? Well, what did you do today, Chance? Oh, I, I worked my, my, my white collar job. Your jobby job? My jobby job. And then uh, I was getting prepared for this. I had to make sure I had the requisite props mm. in order to participate. And uh, I think I'm good. I well, now I'm we're going to that. have to hold you to that.
1: <laughs> Props are important.
2: There, there, there may be some, uh, some <laughs> oven mitts. It depends how depends how hot the take is going to get. I, mean, I have a little one, and I have the full full hand. So we'll right, right. I see that you've added an addendum to your name tag there. Oh well, you know, breaking news. Um, <laughs> before we went live, I was I was fortunate to be featured in a Marius Stark production parody production, and so I I mean obviously. Yeah, I'm in, the, I'm in the summer and internship program, so I, clearly, clearly, I've I've made big progress here.
1: Yeah, and I I guess that is a, a hallmark, a badge of a badge of honor, I suppose, in our community. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, if you think about it, w- when I'm on somebody's mind enough, where they care enough to send the very best, which is their time, to cut out my face, to mm-hmm. put my face in one of these apps that pretends like they have a lot of skill and make your mouth move and. <sighs> use license clips to do do something in the sake of parody i mean all you can do is a smile a sarcasm detector that's a stupid <laughs> invention um well i, uh, I think you should be- listen marius is pretty harmless he i i really don't have an issue with him some of his other uh bffs that are some of the low lives of the community but what are you gonna do <sighs> i don't know man i'm too old I, like i
1: used to be all fired up and i guess i still am but i try to find reasons to like get people off the hook if i can i don't know that, that that requires it or whatever but like jesus christ this is too much sometimes the world's on fire can't we just talk about fun shit well did we talk about I, I think you brought this up maybe on another stream that i saw this week or maybe last time but
2: didn't you worked for nike and then you're addicted to shoes and which came first um interesting so Yes, I did work for Nike for a couple of years. I made it to the mothership. Um, I liked shoes when I was younger, and then I realized I couldn't afford shoes. I mean, I could, right? But like, mm-hmm. I was it was an outlet mall uh, master. Yeah. And then uh, I didn't really reignite the shoe addiction until I started working for the mothership. And then, uh, yeah, oh, so, so from there, yeah. So I basically have two addictions in my life, and one is. Choose mm-hmm. and one is records so other than that i really try to be minimalist about most of my life i try yeah
0: i uh at the one hour mark we'll switch over to a sneakerhead podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: sure i have questions i have more questions um well yeah i guess the, i guess i want to know more about that because i always want to know more about stuff that people are super passionate about that i'm that i don't that i'm not or I don't get or whatever sure. and it's always a little bit scary because i'm like really wrapped with attention, like, am I going to be into shoes now too? I am susceptible to this kind of bullshit. So,
2: Well, I I grew up like relatively, not even middle class, not lower. Yeah. We we had to be very uh, smart with our money, right? Coming up. And so the one big purchase a year was like the new pair of basketball shoes for basketball season, right? Starting in like fourth or fifth grade. So I'd always look forward to like that trip to the mall Mm -hmm. To just like $100 pair of shoes. And then when basketball season over, I just wear those shoes everywhere, that kind of thing. So I guess it was very ingrained in me early on to like have a connective tissue to, and obviously like Michael Jordan is huge when I was younger. So it was like the perfect time to kind of get ingratiated with that whole Nike movement. And always, I, yeah, I've been always been a fan of the brand, and I worked uh, at a uh, another sporting goods company for like fifteen years, and Nike was the only place I probably would have left there for, and yeah, that's what happened. And so I did that for a couple of years. now it was it was really cool to like work there and, and see how the uh, the donuts are made, so to speak. Oh, but yeah. it's also I think if I would have joined ten years sooner, I probably would have like been there longer. But yeah. it, it, it's, 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 very, it's very competitive, which is great. I'm very competitive too. But it's also like. You can barely tell. <laughs> I grew up playing sports. Right? We so all are. We all are. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do the, good, the
0: Alkaline Trio and Bad Religion shirts uh, have a connection
1: to sports? Yeah. I do. I, well,
0: oh. I worked in the sporting goods industry too, actually. Oh. So. oh.
1: How, how is this a commonality? Like, I was the weird, I was the, the crossover kid right cuz i was a two sport athlete in high school but i was the also had bleach blonde hair and was certain that i was a conduit for kurt cobain you know like i was into punk rock early on and like hated authority and the world and everything but then i was in cross country and fucking running all the time and shit and uh, baseball and stuff whatever i don't know maybe those things are not mutually exclusive so We'll get back to that. Cause that's super important. I must know about people's stuff like that. But for me, let me tell you a little bit about what I did this week. Let's do it. I didn't sleep. <laughs> oh, it's getting out of control. You guys, it's like a real problem. I gotta did you
0: give that up for Lent or.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't even know when Lent is.
0: I don't remember. <laughs> I think it's over. <laughs> I think, yeah. it was over at, <laughs> at, some, <April>. point, at <laughs> some point.
1: You would give stuff up like, um, no, I, I've like I think probably three or four nights of t- like I didn't sleep at all, so I'm like a little loopy. I'm a little loopy fiasco here, but I've got the Diet Coke, got the medicine. So let's start talking about music-related stuff in terms of our mail bag. Who show of hands got something in the mail this week that's vinyl-related? This guy. It's a cassette. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, that works. Cause that's fine. You know, pull it out son. All okay. right. So let's start with, with chance. What came in the mail? What's your level of excite excitement? Well, do you, think, do you think it's a pro like, do you ever like, cause when I get stuff in the mail, I get super friggin' excited. And I worry that if that starts to
2: wear off, that's how that's when will that'll be one of the signs of a problem. No, I mean, I, so here's the burden and the curse of this hobby is that I'm excited to okay. get the records. I'm not excited for how they arrive because of the jujitsu that the local post office puts a lot of these packages from, combined with sellers who often don't know how to properly pack a record. So it's it, it's literally like snake eyes. Like I'll 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 see that on the security camera. I'll see the mailman's there, and sometimes they they come up to the door and they put it right by the door, and I I just step one check. I'm excited. Yeah. They handled it with care. Sometimes I've seen them walk up to my patio. There's four steps. Count them four. One, and sometimes two, three, four. that's a big stretch that they just walk to the Is base of steps cost? and then toss it. Yeah, the old yeah, the old like short horseshoes the, the bozo. Yeah, the bozo, the clown cup game. Right, they just yeah. toss it. Right. Um, so sometimes that happens. You
1: brought up snake eyes. That's a gambling term.
2: <laughs> well, it's, because
1: it's also because, an animal
2: term. Well, because think of it this way. Sometimes I've had some of the craziest boxes that look like they're just destroyed on the outside and then you open them up and they've, they've survived. They've made it through the journey. Yeah. And then other times you have them in pristine shape and you open it up and it's because they didn't put any padding or they just didn't pack it right. And then it's got seam splits, whatever. So to answer long winded way to answer your question, Louie, but generally I'm excited when the package arrives, I'm but nervous. Nervous how it arrives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, even, even something like Amazon, right? Because Amazon th- is not consistent in how they ship records. Sometimes they do mm-hmm. the box within the box. Sometimes they do a record in a box with some air pillows, and that's it. Sometimes you put a record like, up up. Put the right on, the, on the record with nothing yeah. else on it, and just throw it on your porch. So it the, is really a crapshoot. So I'm so new that I've only ever had one record
1: damaged in the mail, and it was um, a one of 300 uh I got it I got it back I think. I f- well, yeah, it was 1 of 300. I wonder if it has that stamp on it. Anyway, um it was Noble Records uh Sudden Death. And I was uh... like, "But I got it and it was literally snapped in half, but you couldn't tell the damage from the outside, but the, the the vinyl was smashed." So, I sent him a note and I said, "Hey man, this is what happened. I sent him a picture." Sure. He's like, "Oh, no problem. I'll send it back to you." I'll send you another one. I said, cool. Awesome. Great. And I got right on it because I'm like, I would love to have one of the original runs of these. That's why I bought it. You know, that's mm-hmm. the reason why I bought it. And um, then he didn't get back to me for like, like two weeks went by and I'm like, you it's know, busy, yeah, it, it'll yeah. be in the, it, he's busy. It'll be in the mail, whatever. So three weeks go by four weeks go by or whatever. And I sent him an email. Uh, that just says, <laughs> it's a GIF of uh, Stewie beating the living shit out of, Brian from that episode of where's where he's like, Where's my money, man? <laughs> Have you guys seen that one? And yeah, I just funny. I just typed in, Where's my vinyl man? And um, but he didn't respond. Oh. and I was like, Oh, did he not get my joke? Is that, was that too out of pocket or whatever? So wow, let another week go by and it's like a long time now. I'm like, shit. So then I I I DM him. I'm like, hey man, I here's this picture again. I just like I know you're busy. He's like, Oh no i'm on it and it showed up like fucking instantly so awesome. like um yeah and nick nick's uh advice here i i think that's great advice in terms of <laughs> stuff to do you know and talk about and everything but like um i think nick is trying specifically to make it so i don't have any money <laughs> ever because like
2: so what's so what's he say hey guys Get just as oh, yeah. much into just, the gear as the uh, music is a great way to go. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forget the prompt. Um, yeah, getting into the gear is is um, something I'm specifically trying to hold off from doing because I'm really in the pocket of like you know kind of shitting on extreme audio files right now, and it's protecting me. <laughs> it's protecting me, right? I've got a brand to to, to Adhere hard, to here. I can't hard. be buying a bunch of expensive shit and then like, oh well, I thought you said that you couldn't hear anything above sixteen kilohertz and this is bullshit. And like, yeah, I said that. I did say that.
2: So records I got, let's get, get I'll, I'll try to stick on that one. So I got one today, I haven't processed yet that partially processed it. So story of the year is a local uh they oh, come from St. Louis. Yes. So I guess they're getting around to issuing some of their back catalog on vinyl. Um, they did do page avenue which was their first album but it was like crc up in canada and they really did a shitty job with it a couple of years ago so um, i'm not familiar with this album but when i saw it and then it came on this like juicy tasty mm-hmm. variant, and of course it so it had all the bells and whistles i've never seen it before st louis mm-hmm. variant oh limited to one or 250 if you can see it there Ooh. so Hit that's hit nice. pay, hit pay as soon as possible, and and this one came in the traditional U line mailer, but yeah, I don't think it had to travel far, and so it it success,
1: right? Yeah, that's great.
2: I like story of the year. So then, so I'm going to go off the beaten path here. You ready? Mm-hmm. Come with me. Come. With I'm, me. I'm, I'm on All a right. Journey. So our friends in Salina, Kansas, I buy from them on occasion. I, I bought the whole Prestige series they did in the last year and a half, but. This album was getting a lot of praise from yes. the audiophile crowd. And when I found out it had Clifford Brown, who's somebody I'm really trying to get into, trumpet player, mm-hmm. uh, died early, etc., cetera. Um, I felt, you know, so I got on their, their list for when they were putting this back in print and I got the email on a call it last Tuesday, ordered it right away. But of course, like a lot of us, you want to hit that free shipping threshold. And I think it's like 50 bucks with them. So then I was like, Oh, there's another record that I've been putting off buying from them. Mm-hmm. And that's this, uh, Alice. Reissue of the, Al-S-S-Rain. I'm not going to try to pronounce it, but I know it's easier at this point to buy this reissue than to try to hunt down an original because originals are like silly money. Yeah. Got these wow. both Cleaned them over the weekend. And then in conjunction with that, uh, Helen Merrill, um, another one that's in the audiophile circles is this Blossom Deary record.
1: Hmm. Yeah. But, I saw you posted this and you're like, this isn't necessarily my wheelhouse of.
2: It's not, but you know what? It's real cool. Now the audiophile one in print goes for like 50, 60 bucks, I think, mm-hmm. but it's out of print right now. But Verve is contracted with third man up in Detroit. And so they're doing a couple titles every couple months. I think they did like a Clifford, uh, was it Clifford Brown? curtis brown ray brown they're doing very obscure stuff that i'm not familiar they did like i know they did a james brown i know they did a james brown record but anyway this is a cheaper alternative to the audiophile one if it ever comes back in print this was like mm-hmm. 25 or 30 bucks and it sounds terrific my only com- my only complaint with it was right out the package it was dirty like yeah. you know brand new record so you clean your records even if they're new records but once i cleaned it up man it's this, like this is this was a pleasant surprise. This is again, not really in my wheelhouse, but she sounds excellent. The record had a lot of punch, a lot of life to it. And aces. what's your,
1: uh, just as a quick side, what's your, uh, method of cleaning?
2: Uh, I have a DeGritter, the ultrasonic cleaner. I'm coming to St. Louis to steal it from. No, No, I had some, uh, some income tax money. Nick says, yeah,
1: but well, yeah, I mean, that's perfect for that. Actually. Now that I think about it, um, Nick says, uh, Louie, you're a guitar player. You should know about the gear. And yes, I was trying to avoid having to be compared in that light. But yes, I've spent more money and time and learning on on recording gear and guitar gear and guitars and instruments and all that shit just as much as any audiophile easily. Sure. sure. You know what I mean? And yes, I can tell the difference between an analog preamp and a digital one.
2: So are you ready for the impulse buy of the week? Yes. Okay. So... I was slowly trying to collect this uh, band's catalog with originals. And I think I've got two of the five. The fifth one was only like a record club release, which makes it very exciting to me, but also very expensive. So when I did a cost benefit analysis and I saw they were having a box set, including said record. Um, and it was about the price of what that record club only record come from, was coming from, I should say. um, I think it was like a Friday. Actually, it was a Friday night purchase. Friday Mm -hmm. night, it'll get you. You got to get out, get out, do something, go for a walk. Don't sit on the 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 devices looking at records because some of my worst—I wouldn't say worst—so some of my more impulse-driven decisions have been purchased late on a Friday night. So you ready? Yeah, I think Brandon mentioned this when we were uh, coming on stream. Oh,
0: the Atlantic here. Yeah, so rat and roll, baby. Rat and roll. Rat. I saw a deal on that, and I almost went for it. And I can't name a single Rat song.
2: Well, it just looked like a cool set. <laughs> well, so my brother, uh, when I was growing up, he played the shit out of Rat, and yeah. like, like, round and round is like burning Na-na. my DNA. Like, round and round. Oh, uh, okay, I Trouble. I like about. when you hear him, you know, like like their yeah. their debut album was recorded at Sound City, which is that, f- that famous sit- uh, oh, studio yeah. that David Del- documentary back on. Um, Tony Ta- Catane is on the album cover like so there's a lot of like
1: she was on more than just white snake
2: oh yeah 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 but um but no, the Brandon, exactly what you're talking about i saw this came out third well thursday friday at like 180 190 bucks i'm like nope i'm not playing for that but then amazon i mean these box sets i saw uh, it like 110 or something but oh shit you saw for 110 well i really got hosed i once once it got down to 150 it was like 30 a record i'm like okay i can do that Yeah, but it comes with like the fake laminate, like backstage pass, a rat guitar pick, a poster, a seven—you know—insulator stuff in there. I bet
1: you a million dollars that lanyard would actually get you into a rat show.
2: Oh, I guarantee at this point, Stephen Percy, yeah, he would like no questions asked. Yeah. Which, which side note, Stephen Percy being alive is also amazing because if anybody was going to die early or die since this band or 1983. Stephen Percy is at the top of the list, but somehow he is He made it. He made he's he's made it. He's doing commercials. Remember that rat commercial they did? Yes. Yeah, so I mean rats in the house. It was a (laughs) Geico commercial or something, right? Right, right. So more power to him, but Oh so so Travis is local to me. And yeah, so Stephen Percy playing the casino circuit. So that should tell you everything you need to know about Stephen Percy's that in life. Yeah, you both love and hate to see it, right?
1: Cause yeah. it's like, ah, oh, your career is like sort of winding down or whatever. And like, um, the casino circuit is the hallmark of that. But,
2: but, yeah. but, but to another question we were talking about a little bit earlier is you do get easier access. If you do want to meet these rock and roll heroes of yesterday, yeah, like do. they'll stay out, sign an autograph or they do like a VIP meet and greet for like 20 bucks or something.
1: Yeah. I think that. Yeah. I, I would do that for very certain people. My hero list is dwindling quite a bit. Um, now it's interesting because I've sort of put that onto new bands and I sort of like, when I get into a new band and they're not really that big, you know, like I'll go to of, of my way to see them. I'll, I'll show a record of that, of a band I'm thinking of. And usually they have pretty easy access. You know, Brandon was talking about how he and I, he, he says he's the same way, right? You were talking about going out of your way to try and meet these people at, at shows and stuff. I think that's great. I love talking to them. You can, if you have good questions, lucid questions, and they're open-ended, you can get them to, to tell you some cool stuff. So what about your cassette? I got to grab a couple of records off the shelf. If you want to, you, you ordered a cassette. That's your mail today Oof. or this week.
0: So this is, this is actually kind of cool the way this was done. So no effects uh, has started. They've embarked on their farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing a few days in a bunch of different cities. I'm going to go see them in Columbus in two weeks. So says they're going to play five albums live. So far they haven't done that. Um, they haven't fully delivered on that, but whatever. I'm excited to see it, but with them going away and NoFX sort of retiring, then the members are moving on to other projects. Fat Mike's got a band called Co-Defendants. Um, I watched some videos; they're okay. I don't know. They're going to play. They're going to play in Columbus when I go see them, so we'll check them out. But one thing that they did was on their website, um, they said, "Hey, send eight dollars cash to this PO box for our demo tape." So I haven't done something like this in 20-some-odd years, but I put cash in an envelope. That sounds
1: illegal, almost.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I think it was like two weeks later, got their uh, demo tape. Oh, my God. Oh,
1: that's such a cool idea.
0: I sent cash sight unseen, no tracking numbers, no order number, nothing like that. That is, exactly, that is exactly. something Fat Mike would do. Black type, uh, I think it's called Crime Wave. I don't know. I have no way to listen to a cassette, so. Oh my god, that's fantastic! But it's a cool little thing to have, and I don't. I don't know how many people are sending cash in the mail for that. So it's a nice little souvenir.
1: Yeah, you 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 know you've got to be a fan or you've got to be a collector or you've got to be just into it to do that. It's a perfect price point too, right? Yeah eight bucks
0: I'll because if i lost it i'd be like ah. <laughs> i mean i lost more back in the day before i had like a debit oh, yeah. card or checks or anything i used to send cash in high school all the time yeah yeah and, and we
1: were constantly told not to do that and then we did it anyway
0: yeah that's well that's the way to get anything
1: that's a fantastic mailbag for this week that's really cool are you slowing down on purchases or what's your what's your story there are you getting ready yes. to wrap back up
0: was actively abstaining from ordering everything. <laughs>
2: Restraint. Nice.
0: Bought a house three weeks ago. So just nah. stuff to do, but uh, yeah. there's plenty more on the way for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I don't, I think I've got a couple of things left out there um, for my mailbag. I've got, I'm really excited about this. This was five bucks. And this is the band I was, I was talking about who I'm really into, who I can't believe they're not bigger, but it's the flatliners. This is a punk band from Canada, Toronto, I believe. And this is just one of their early singles. It's five bucks. I'm collecting all their stuff. And I just, I really love that kind of thing. When you can get something cool, that's five bucks, you know, score. always into that. And and they're on Fat Records and everything. Um, This is old enough to still have been on Fat Records, but it has their MySpace. It has their MySpace thing on the bottom there. (laughs) that's that to me is fantastic this band for those who don't know have been together for i think almost 20 years 20 years or possibly a little bit more yeah and they're and they're in their 30s so uh, a punk band that has the original lineup that's been together for that long is not something you see hardly ever
0: and what color is that one
1: it's black the vinyl uh, is black. There's nothing special about it. I don't think they made any special ones about this. You know what I mean? There's,
0: just, a, there's a couple. Well, there were a couple um, color variants that I remember. Are you into
1: them too? Do you have some of their stuff? No. Their new record is really, really. I
0: mean, I follow cool. a lot of fat stuff just because fat usually does like limited runs of stuff. And sometimes they're very hard to get. Yeah.
3: Sometimes they
0: will be like, we pressed 11 on clear. Hmm. And they're inserted randomly in your orders. So good luck.
1: Arnaldo says yeah. hello. That's awesome that he's here.
2: Yeah. Link in
1: the Jazz Bums, uh server. Hopefully no one gets mad about that. I don't know the rules, I suppose. I
2: don't think that's a big deal. Uh, I think they're usually pretty cool. I, yeah. I also
1: dropped a uh, uh, link in um, Malia's server. Oh, man. Look at you. you making the round. Right, yeah. So the other thing, I, uh, I got a few other things in the mail. It's, it was supposed to be a really exciting uh, mail week for me but um, it turned out to be bittersweet. We'll get to that on the next topic, but here's uh, the purple album from Baroness. You guys know about Baroness? I've heard the name. I'm not familiar though. It's, it's like indie pop or indie no, pop. no, it's proggy. It's, it's, Pro- proggy Pro- um, it's definitely proggy. It's not all, it's not straight up metal or anything like that. It is at, at moments for sure, but they have a series of albums where the, this person is constantly, kind of, Oh, look, we didn't know if he was going to be here, but he's here.
2: Oh, oh, there he is—the man himself, Vance in the house. How's it going, man? What's going on? You know about Baroness?
3: Yeah, I got—I uh I think the blue album.
1: Yeah, I got. I'm working on getting. Oh, those, it's got uh,
3: Buddy Holly on it. The
1: red. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: got Buddy Holly, but this <laughs> one's great. <laughs> I got that. Let me see where is it.
1: I, think it's the I got the one. yellow and gold one and the purple one, but the. The story on the art is the singer does all the art and they're all like, yeah, I'm getting that one too. Yeah. How do you like that one?
3: I like it. I like it a lot. I need to really, you know, it's this was actually gifted to me from, uh, I don't know if you guys know Kenny's record collection, little VCLT, hey. good dude, check them out. But um, so yeah, then, you know, I took a dive and knew of them, took a dive into this and I just, you know, it's on the list to go get some of the other ones. I just don't run into them much. A question Sorry, I was tighter. I was tardy today.
1: That's all right. We don't I didn't have think, detention.
3: I didn't, I didn't think I'd make it, but things uh, I got out early.
1: That's good. So, I um, appreciate the
3: commitment.
1: Travis says, "What shows are are you all going to next?" Uh, he's going to go see Fear on Friday.
3: Well, yes, I am going to see Fear on Saturday. I think it is. Yeah. I'm going on Friday. Um, Tomorrow is
2: where, where are they playing Friday. I'm guessing it's look like St. Louis Metro. Is that yep. off Broadway? Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, that's another
0: one of those shows where off Broadway was usually like Americana and country and folk and all yep. Sorts yep. Of stuff like that mostly, but they've been branching off into
3: a lot more genres lately.
2: Nice.
3: Yeah. The fear, yeah. fear. I'm sorry. My fear plays uh, Saturday. I'm going Saturday here at Reggie's.
2: Awesome.
3: Fear. Oh, I love tomorrow. Reggie's.
1: What else do you guys already have tickets for?
3: I have tickets for uh, King Gizzard and the lizard wizard tomorrow night. Wow. And then Thursday there's a local band called, called Dead Feathers that I'm really into, and check them out. So oh. that's the week.
1: I want to get into a local band so bad. I just haven't done the effort. I haven't put in the effort yeah. required to to do that yet. And I need to because yeah. I'm playing out, but I'm always out there playing. So, um, Brandon, where are you going to see shows next? Anything?
0: Uh, so if you're on Friday here, and then in two weeks I'll go to Columbus, Ohio for mm. No effectss. Uh, punk and Dropkick Fest. So Circle Jerks, Descendants, Bouncing Souls, Lust and Jake, Adolescents, Strung Out, all kinds of stuff.
1: There. That's like your exact wheelhouse.
0: Right? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean that's that's totally it. I'll uh, see uh, descendants <laughs>
1: Right on, right on. Um, Chance, are you you have tickets for stuff booked? No,
2: that's all nuts. So I so actually I, last week I went and saw Dead and Company which was a trip is, I mean, yeah, I don't want to cause any, uh, controversy, but John
3: Mayer was phenomenal on the guitar. Oh yeah. He's yeah. Just uh, they just can't. The anybody know? like anybody were here this, says, this past weekend. I was, yeah. Wrigley. Right. If I yeah. Saw I was him, yeah. close to going like Saturday. Cause I went to the rival sons on Friday and I was like, I should walk over to see if I can get in. But I like, got, yeah. you know, I was at blues fest all day. And I just yeah. Like,
1: I saw your Instagram.
3: Yeah. And then I was like, I should, Go over to Wrigley and see if I just get a single ticket and get in there. Sure, sure. I, I wist out.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that was a good. I mean, it was a good time. I mean, I'd never
3: seen a. Oh, it's a, a jam. A, yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, the jam bands kind of lose me Literally. once they go like 30 minutes into a song and I'm like. Wait, you've never said, man, I wish this guitar solo would go on for 30 no, no, I mean, minutes? I I've, I've seen like Galactic a couple times and uh, oh. uh, String Changes, and I've seen that stuff, but that um, no, was a good time. John Marrow's, he was a beast. I'll give him a lot of credit, but. No, I'm actually kind of in a concert lull for the moment because probably in August, I start hitting the old guy. I got got the Doobie Brothers. I'm going to go see the Doobies with the legend Michael McDonald. Yeah. The the Silver Fox. And then it's just like one after another. There's like the farewell stuff. Kiss, Aerosmith. I've got Metallica in November. Like I've got Pearl Jam. I'll be up uh, in Chicago. I'll be Vance's way in September. Coming up that way to see them. Um, Did you get tickets for both nights? I only one. Only I think, the Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. All right, maybe we'll talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Are okay. you doing
3: Metallica and SCL? Yes, yes. Okay, I'll be there, too. Nice. Yeah, okay, I was thinking of that, too, but I got to wait a year and, what, a month now still for Chicago, which is like <laughs> August of 2024. Uh, I did go get tickets for – they're doing the live concert from Arlington, Texas. In, at the movie theaters? They're broadcasting oh, it live. Yeah. So both nights. So I did in August, I think. I, so I just bought tickets today for that. You know. Well, and then but they announced
2: they, Queens of the Stone Age just announced tickets. And so my son's like massive. ticket. Really? So, yeah. So we got I didn't those hear that. I'm like,
0: going for the opener, though. Who's the opener? Viagra Boys. Oh, they're great. They're so Highly good. recommend. And that'll be the Saturday after Riot Fest. Uh, so that means I might have seen Viagra Boys twice that week strong so hey brandon
1: are are you definitely do you already definitely know that you're going to see alkaline trio this year because they're on some of the tickets that sounds like you would like they're not playing riot fest but it reminds me that they typically did and a bunch so because i'm not uh,
0: not a band i
1: enjoy oh really nope there's always one Anyway, I I, 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 mean, I know they that just is... toured with
0: bad religion like in the last like year. Yeah. Well
1: their drummer just quit. Yeah. And like
0: well, I, maybe they can all quit.
1: That's not what we say <laughs> on my stream. I'll put you in time out.
3: <laughs> so there is detention. There is fucking detention now. <laughs> no.
1: I just invented it. Um <laughs> God, I got to spend some money to see them. I need to do it because I'm not, I don't have any money sitting in tickets right now. So I may as well prioritize that because I'm not going to get another chance, but whatever. Um, we just went through mailbag. What'd you get in the mail?
3: me uh, i literally did get something and i didn't open it up so if you like yeah keep you i mean i know i know what it is
0: but i'm uh, i would hope so <laughs> uh,
3: yeah well sometimes i forget and you know it's a pre-order like eight months out you know yeah and yeah, then yeah. there's many times where i've
1: we talked about this yeah i, I, yeah, I guess so it doesn't strike me on the top of my mind because i'm not there yet like i'm like <laughs> yeah waiting with bated breath about every single
2: stupid record that shows up
3: all right, so I don't know if you guys—I I would imagine some of you know this—but uh, this is the latest from the Brown Acid series.
2: Oh yeah, number sixteen. Nice. Yeah, 16, yes. I saw yeah. I thought they put that out. Yeah.
3: So uh, yeah, and I—I've gotten all these. I love this stuff. This uh, obscure kind of hard and heavy kind of uh, seventy yeah. stuff.
2: I'm waiting for them to get to twenty because I, I hope they do another box because I, I bought the yeah, box that'd be good and then I them. just play like
3: catch up. So it's uh, like Looks like mm-hmm. I got a yellow. I, yeah. that's yeah,
1: super cool so what's the story behind that they just they go out and look for you know
3: these a, yeah just obscure like little one-off singles from you know way back when uh 72 here
2: look in, at this
1: oh wow
3: yeah that box oh, wow that's cool so yeah. yeah they have kind of provocative covers sometimes do these chicks
1: marsha p says hi okay.
3: And, and so um, their,
1: their taste is obviously good it's it's
3: it's off it's from Riding easy records that label and they got a lot of great stuff on there in fact this band that i'm into the well they're on that label um Mono Lords on there uh denava a bunch of other bands you know just that thick hard heavy stuff i love that um you know some stoner kind of look to it, but a lot of this stuff like this from 72 74 uh 76 just all these just little one-off local bands or stuff that, that just, I don't think it's going to, oh, there it goes. Um, yeah. That just, uh, you know, pressed maybe 100 singles or 45s or something, and these guys dug out their master tapes or something. And uh, they this are like volume 16, so they've been doing it. Wow.
2: It would take like thousands of dollars to try to track all these 45s down. Yeah. So and, you are know, kind of doing a service by bundling them and making them comps like this.
3: Yeah. And, and there's some in there, you know, I would say the first four are pretty solid. Now when you get a little in the other volumes, there's some songs you're like, yeah, it's, all right, you know, but you, you know, I'd let it play through. I don't skip stuff, but, uh, but all of them have a, at least a good, you know, four or five really good bangers on there. So. Yeah.
1: Now, um, yeah, yeah, how do you feel is, about, really so those are all from the past, right? All those bands yeah. are from dug up from, from archeology, span right? Yeah. Just, how do you feel about new, newer bands that are like modern bands that are still making that kind of music? I love well, it do you like it's heavy psych sounds that yeah it's that a great
3: label yeah sick
1: and then fuzz trip um metal um, theologian turned me on a fuzz trip and um heavy psych sounds and like thanks now I
3: yeah heavy no psych sounds is a band on their ass and mammoth that I'm really into it like those guys yeah um I got a local band here resin but they're they're more on the stoner side yeah that's um, where I
1: found witch throat serpent and I love them to the record right there. it's <laughs> a
3: great name oh it is a great name <laughs> okay. great I got to check them out. They're like electric uh, wizard. Okay. Yeah. Wiz- I think wizard, uh, they're on that, um, what is it? Rise, Rise above. above. Yeah. yeah. It's another good label to get some stuff at. Um, yeah. No, uh, which starts. I love it. I love Rise the whole now. Yeah, I've been into that though. Uh, you know, the, the stone or doom, the sludge kind of stuff for the last couple of years now. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think I kind of put a bug in uh, middle of the Aaron's it. air for, yeah. for Aaron's ear. Um, when we were, when he was kind of getting into it, cause I was railing off a couple bands yeah. to him and he was coming back with stuff to me. So, yeah, it
1: was, I like, got one of the ones he recommended on a stream or a show. Um,
3: yeah,
1: I can't pronounce it. I have not practiced it, <laughs> but, but yeah, I'm into that too. I love that stuff. And then I'll, he's really good at like getting me on the hook to buy something because he describes it really well. He, he, he's really has well-formed opinions about this kind of stuff and, and is descriptive yeah. about it. So it's like when he likes something, it's like, okay, you sort of know what to expect a little
3: yeah, bit. Yeah. He can articulate it really well, better mm-hmm. than me. You know, when, when he's talking about stuff.
1: So we just finished with a mailbag. We you know we're, we're about halfway through this first hour. we we'll get through another couple segments here, but I just thought about like, what are you guys mad about today? Like in, in, in terms of the vinyl community and it can be anything like, what are you guys mad about today? Um, I have definitely, I definitely have something that I'm mad about. I don't know if it's founded though, so I'm, I'm excited to. I'll go last, but like, let's see if there is anything off the top of your,
2: y'all's head. Yeah. Right? All right. I'm, I'm put, I'm putting on the oven mitt because I, I got a real burner for you. Okay. This go is ahead. a hot take that you're This away. is a hot take. Yeah. It's not, it's not even a small right. take. Small take would be just something that's you know, maybe a medium burn. This is a hot burn. Hot burn. This one requires. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. minute.
3: You have your own oven mitt. Listen, my, my wife <laughs> does these. My she, okay.
2: she, this is like a she like makes crafts and stuff. So this is a oh, okay. like, Yeah, don't worry. I'm not selling these. I'm not trying <laughs> to like.
3: Oh no, continue. I be mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: cook anymore, and I will buy one. So. Uh, but I'll uh, let you no. slide
3: because the wife did it and all that.
2: No, no, no. <laughs> she she's the one who actually. a yeah, funny story. She's the one who made the concert buddy T-shirt that I gave Rachel. Oh, and cool. You know, yeah. you know, you know the, the man who shall be named uh, waxed was then saying I was selling merch and stuff. I've never sold one of the shirts anyway. Yeah. Um. So here, here's with my, selling merch. Yeah, well, I know. This so here's stream here, Here's the hot take. So Discogs has been pretending to say that they're really cracking down on the scamming. And right. you know, they raise their I'm gonna take this off because I want my hand to hand this way. because this this one's so hot, it's gonna probably crash that Oops. oven <laughs> in on fire. From the inside. From the inside, yeah. No, but uh, you know, they raise the the seller's fee to like nine percent, you know, doing all this stuff run record store day, this, the scammers and spammers got way out of control, and really? it's been wow. like that ever since. Yeah, and it, and it has it, it's let up a little, but I only credit that with I'm not looking for record store day records anymore. Right, like mm-hmm. in my want list, every day when I look at it, there are so many. <laughs> but you're right, Marsha. This is a two. I I, I need double mitts on this. Double points. mitts. Marsha's on on point with that. But no, but you know, they keep sending out this messaging in the emails that, you know, we're really cracking down also on it. It's
0: kind of annoying. They've been sending like once a week something. Right. Like, hey,
2: and and so, so so I give them credit for trying to be in front of the messaging, but the results are piss poor. I mean, I still every day my want list Somebody selling the Beatles mono collection for eighty nine ninety nine—that's not real. Somebody selling the Nirvana Nevermind MoFi for, for seventeen dollars—that's yeah. not real. So, so that that's this hot take us for Discogs because you know I, I buy records from Discogs. I'm sure you gentlemen buy records from Discogs. They take our money. There are okay. fees involved in that. Yeah, who so. works there? Who works there? And who is dealing with this? Deal? Answer for this shit. We to an over there. I want the answers because. I know that they've got to have developers, right? I give them that. They've got to have people who keep the lights on and make the site hum. Uh, I don't know about
1: developers proper because that's a fucking thing. They post database. one ads
0: for that, but I don't know. I don't see a lot of improvements.
1: I wouldn't, that's, admit, that's my point. Like the, the development of that
3: site sucks. It after.
2: sucks. And it's predominantly crowdsourced. It hasn't, like It is, not generated. Right?
3: That site layout and everything hasn't changed in what fifteen years. Because whatever. There's, you know,
2: know. There, there's no UI upgrades. UX is terrible. They are charging more to sell records, and then now you've got constant spamming. So, I think I made this comment to Melinda Murphy. I think Discogs is the best worst thing that's happened to the hobby because yeah, it's the only way to find some of these records, and it still is. And they're you know yeah the they're, they're, they're the leader in the clubhouse, but. the the spamming is ridiculous. Like it makes me not want to shop with them because literally a whole page, your whole first page is scammers and spammers. And I don't care how many emails they send out. The results are not there. So I rest my case. I will uh,
0: say though, those nuggets box sets that you're seeing marked down, that probably is the real price. That one may be legit. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that dip in like the next day after RST. And I was like, yeah, I'll just wait a little bit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: I, didn't I, know, I, I did so. I am one of those people, so I did get scammed on Macho Man. Oh, uh, you I, tried buying well, one? Well, the thing is, is that sometimes I'll get a record like that and I'll sell it because I'm getting rid of it, and the price is still like maybe double what I paid for it. But I just don't want it, so I'm not going to sell it for two hundred dollars. I'll sell it for seventy five. Sure. You know. So, yeah, <laughs> I just went for one that was cheap, and I, I immediately knew. I mean, it was obvious, but I was like, ah, whatever, it's PayPal. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. I send it, it gets marked payment received, that guy deletes his account. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, I knew it. (laughs)
1: You know, Marsha P says, based on how well my app works, there's no developers at Discogs. I have to agree. They're straddling a line between usable and it's Excel. Like, (laughs) you know, and and the thing is, like, we're not, I think at large, we're not asking for a lot. We're not asking for it to be...
0: It doesn't have to be fancy. I mean, it's mostly just like like a graphical interface for a big database. That's what I work in databases, so I'm like, yeah, I mean, I know exactly like yeah how this is structured in the back end, but like I don't know.
1: Why is it like it has memory leaks, it's all slow and shit and yeah. I mean I think it's it's
0: bare bones. It should stay like bare bones
2: as it is.
1: Exactly. It would be fine know. if it was
2: bare bones and it worked. They could put some shine on it. Well, yeah. I, I can go back to going back to who really works there. I know they're in Portland. I know. Or, I want
0: right. I want, want list updates. There's some scripts you can get online, but I would love to have a better like want list notification system.
2: Yeah. That's it's what clear. I really
0: want out of it. Like, well, make there,
2: it there was one time that I actually had to use their customer service. There was a guy who actually uh, stole a record from me, and that's a whole nother story for a whole other time. Long and short of it, it took so long to get to them. We both had a gentleman's agreement that if you don't get it by Friday, I'll just refund you. I refunded him. The record delivered on Saturday because I just kept following up with it. Then he feigned ignorance and said he never got it. Then he went on the Hoffman forums that Sunday and posted a picture of it. And I know this because it still had the hype sticker from the store I got it anyway. So I went to Discogs. I'm oh. like, hey, here's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I went oh. ham on the Hoffman
3: forums. Oh, I would if like, you see that picture. Or
2: oh, I saw that picture. It was fr- it was from a Culture Shock a, a sh- a store right outside of. Uh, Chicago proper, I think they're in Rockford, and yeah. it was it was the Kenny Dorham record store day from a couple of years ago. Quiet Kenny, and I knew because I sent him the sealed record with the Culture Shock price sticker on it, and this was a year and a half after it had been record store. Day. There's no doubt in my mind who this guy was. Anyway, that I can I can continue. You, you, so you told the whole story. Well, no, no, there's more to it, but ah. basically, I, well, I got him banned on the, off the Hoffman forums, which probably ruined his life, but. <clears throat> Anyway, so I went to their customer service at Discogs, Don't and I'm like, "Hey, here's the situation. I've already refunded this guy. I have proof, and I know he has the record. I even sent him screenshots from the Hoffman thing because he's the dummy who posted his listening room, posting the record. I mean, what an idiot!" And yeah, uh, that's exactly. And so, and and so, he, they basically gave us no remedy. They took both of our, you know, it was like a pissing contest. They're like, "We're removing both of your negative feedbacks because at Discogs." we want this to be a place of safety. You know, they basically said like to each of your oh, corner and not uh, hoping, I'm not, sorry, sorry you're me. not getting your $75 back concert, buddy. So that, that was, that was the first eye eye-opening experience of, do they really have a customer service department? Because it took three weeks to get quote unquote resolution. And all it was, was we're removing both of your negative feedback strikes against each. No, they, yeah. that, that they wouldn't make money if they had proper shit.
1: It's not a good business model. Um,
3: yeah, that yeah. I, be didn't ha- I, didn't, I didn't have. I haven't had a problem yet. I mean, I had an album, and I think I showed it in like the last video or two, where it came cracked. Talked to the guy, I said, that, you know, he shipped it in a flimsy little envelope kind of thing, mm-hmm. and and he, he, you know, I said, gave him pictures and everything, resent, and he's I sent, sent him out to him, and he was like, no problem, and I'll, I'll refund you, and he refunded the shipping and everything, and you know, and I, there's nothing I could salvage out of it. Maybe the liner kind of entered liner notes it was a promo like interview disc Uh, but I thought you know I was like I was really I'm just fine with that I mean it was more on him because I think gave me a shitty package but uh, I haven't had a bad experience yet on there I mean I've
1: I haven't yet specifically because I knew that I was new and I knew that I needed to learn before I started spending money on new shit so I, I usually get everybody else's advice before I do anything
3: do you guys kind of go in and try to look at the feedback of the sellers and the percentage yeah, of what they yeah. sold and all that stuff? Yes. Yeah. Um, it's the same huh. with eBay. So
1: I'm usually pretty specific about the things that i want because a lot of times like most of my stuff is most of my collection is building over new music like heavy psych sounds or whatever like i'll go find new bands that i'm you know that I, are in genres that i'm interested in so like looking for ogs and stuff i don't use discogs as much as a lot of collectors do yet mm-hmm. I say yet to leave the door open so that my money has other ways of getting out of my account um but you know i guess that brings us to our, to the next person since chance made his very, uh, please, I'm very familiar, please. um uh, vance what are you mad about I
3: today i don't to be honest you, i don't have anything mad to say today i do it's good um, yeah i with the vc and stuff i'm you know
1: what about music in general bands did you wrong
3: bands did me wrong no nothing off the top of my no? head So then booking shows on the same days, that's a problem, but, you know, (laughs) that dancing show is, is, uh, in Chicago is, uh, I'll be gone. I'll be in Texas and it's annoying. So, you know, they they need to look at my schedule so they can figure out when I'm in town and.
1: Marsha P here has got a comment. So I I've not had a bad experience with Discogs. I limit my initial purchase with a seller to under $50. Yeah, that's a good that's a good initial thing so you know you're only going to lose that, right? And then we got Caesar. Hello Caesar.
2: Caesar. Good, what's up?
1: good evening, gentlemen. Yes, good evening to you. Good to see a Monday stream. That's why we picked it because we're so smart and not because that's just what fell into the thing. Um Brandon, what are you mad about today?
0: So I'm seeing uh a lot of a lot of bands that like I followed like in high school and they've been around a long time. So they're doing tours now, like twenty twenty year album tours, stuff like yeah. that. That's there's a lot of that going on. And I'm in all these fan forums and I shouldn't read it, but people are being super critical of like these singular experiences. Like I went to uh I went to LA in March to see AFI play Sing the Sorrow like front to back. Yes. yes. On the 20th anniversary thing at the Kia Forum. It was great. I didn't get to see them on that tour when I was younger. So that was the first time seeing a lot of those songs live. Amazing. They go, they play the album. That's it. And they're off the stage. People on the AFI subreddit were just crazy. Like they, they should have played B sides and like all this stuff, like asking for like a lot more. And like, I agree. Those things would be cool, but they said they were going to play that online. What That's- kind of AFI fan who's a real AFI fan <laughs> would, would
1: shit on them playing sing the sorrow from front to back.
0: I know. And we even got a reissue, which was supposed to never, ever happen. So I know I didn't buy it, but I had an original, I've got, I'm going to have like three different variants now anyway, but, uh, And that's happening too with, with other bands like, uh, Sparta was just here that played wiretap scars. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't super into that band before and not really into them now, but I also looked up like what people were saying about it. And they were like, again, people expect them if you're doing an album show, that like they're going to play like the B sides to it. And that doesn't always happen. I saw Weezer play the blue album and Pinkerton live and they played the B sides and that was incredible. Love that. Uh, but like these things the band doesn't even have to play these albums live like they don't have to do that or tour at all or even yeah. yeah or even play in your town yeah. or you know give you the opportunity like yeah it's just so weird the hate that comes from people uh, who like love these bands yeah yeah it's yeah just, i'm not like that see I, i'm because i had criticisms from that show but it didn't ruin the whole experience. People were like, oh, what a waste of money this ticket was. Blah, yeah, blah. I, I was like, you still saw them play the whole album live. What, what yeah, I, I know it's, exactly
3: it's, the type you're talking about, too. And it's I'm really uh, there's to me that I have really haven't been to a show where it's like, oh, man, they really sucked. It's very rare. Now, even if the band's off, you know, I know they're, you know, and they may be. You, they're just not having a good night. I'm still not going to sit there and totally bash the whole thing. All right, yeah. and, I, you know, and as a musician
1: who's been now, on stage, I'm with you there. Like, fuck, man. Yeah,
3: it's like you have on the other side of it. I
0: did see, uh, I saw Pedro the Lion a couple weeks ago play two of his albums And I say his because he's like, I think he's the only consistent member, David Bazan. And I think it's the 20-year on those albums, but uh, played the songs out of order. Changed up some arrangements and tempos.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Not a fan of that. I'll tell Still you that. Not a fan of that. Our, <laughs> our
1: friend, Eddie, does that too. Yeah, He does that a lot. I have to give. Uh, I have to give them more credit because I, I formed that opinion when I was uh, much more ignorant.
0: Still, great seeing those albums live though
1: yeah i i don't understand like situational understand like situational awareness is like they'll shit on a band for having a bad show or something like it's like dude you have any idea what goes into something like that and just i don't know you can sort of tell when they're trying to and when they're not if they're not trying and they sound like shit i'll be the first to say i don't think they're trying and that sucks that we deserve better or whatever but i think most of the time i err on the side of giving them the benefit of the doubt because i know what it's like like you're yeah
3: you know um i mean just when i saw rival sons this this past friday the show's over i thought they were great you know it's a nice mix of songs and then you know you got to, i can't believe they didn't play their hits and blah 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 you know it's like really dude i mean gotta give it up to you, you know they're doing different show every a show every night and these guys i think they might have the same set list both night, but the ones that do different set lists every night I mean,
1: yeah and they're fucking 60 or they're 50, you know, you know the I mean? older
3: guys. Yeah. You know,
0: well I was wondering that. So I was looking at, uh, just out of curiosity, like dead and company set lists from the past few weeks, you know? And like, I think I think it, I just saw they, it. It's up
3: now. I think on set they play list.
0: completely different songs every night. It looks like, like if you yeah, go to right. that, are you going to get mad? You didn't hear trucking like what
3: <laughs> or touch of gray one the one, the, one, yeah. the songs i know yeah, yeah, yeah you should know you're probably not going to hear that it's yeah i mean they did like a
2: johnny b good cover in st louis like i really appreciate when they play to the home crowd like i know some people yeah. don't like that, but
3: i dig it
1: when i saw touch of gray live and that's they've only played it 200 times in their entire history and i was super like surprised and happy to see that
3: yeah i don't even know i saw the grateful day with jerry so yeah I, me I'd too to go back and see if um yeah so i i I have to go back and see if they actually played that. Were remember. you there in
1: 1995 at Soldier No,
3: Field? no, I didn't go to that one. I saw him like in '88 and then '93. But I was there two weeks later to see Pearl Jam play on the Grateful Dead stage because so the, the Dead, that, since that was the last Dead show with Jerry. They left the stage, and then I saw Pearl Jam like a week and a half later, and they played the soldiers. Oh, with their, their, like, wall of sound stuff? Yeah, with their whole gear and everything, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of the closest. But no, I didn't go to 95 show. Caesar Caesar here drops a a
1: comment, says, Happy to see a post of a band I've been following for a while here from L.A., opening for Interpol. Happy for them. Got to take photos of them since they've been basically playing house gigs up until now. That's great. I love it that people are, you know, talking about going out to like talking about actual participation in music. That's something I don't necessarily, I mean, I guess with, with, with live music, I do hear it. We don't talk about how much the music affects us though. I think it's something we need to, you know, weave into the show, but they can't mm-hmm. do it on the fly. Um, Oh, here we go. We got Mark Latman saying, <laughs> congratulations, chance. You made the parody. Like I said, to start the show, that's definitely a badge of honor. I
2: suppose. Uh, I don't know. I mean,
1: yeah, got a few minutes left. Let me wrap up with uh, of the first hour, anyway. But let me wrap up with what I'm fucking mad about.
2: Yes, sir. Rip it.
1: So, um, in very much stark contrast to Brandon, I love Alkaline Trio like a lot. My favorite band, and they just released they re released Crimson, Crimson and Crimson? I just saw that. Yeah, and Good Morning. Does anything look weird about these? one yeah. They, for either contest, you have under the
2: giant hands uh, or yeah. <laughs>
1: God damn it. Like, okay, first of all, am I justified for being a little bit miffed that they would press this on 10 inch? Or am I crazy? Yeah. Why would they do that?
0: This happened to a band I love too.
1: Thursday, right? Yep. I think they do it constantly.
0: Except they put it out on three ten inches. Why? <sighs> yeah.
1: Is there an insider here that can tell me why? Tell me why, tell me
0: sweet little why, so my theory is, and I, I think all these bands I, labels were using the same pressing plants,
2: uh, and I <laughs> and a gatefold, a ten inch gatefold, the one inch gatefold. gatefold. It has to cost more for just from a printing. Right? Oh, wait, that's a 10-inch gatefold? Yeah.
0: See, that's how they issued Rancid's Let's Go for a long time.
2: These were birthday presents. It gatefolds. wasn't on 12-inch
0: until, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or something. But uh, my thought was perhaps you could produce a 10-inch faster than a 12-inch. Not because it's smaller, but because the, the blanks they had more ten inch blanks or something, I don't know how that all specifically works. I have a pretty Maybe good the, idea of it.
3: But the, the pressing machines for the ten inches were you know wide open, you know no wait. Take you don't want to press the ten inch, no waiting for getting your own pressed. I,
1: I was talking about this in the in the green room before we started. I I have to believe based on like growing up in manufacturing, like with like working in as a manufacturing engineer when I was in my twenties. There's no way. That they're making entire machines dedicated to tens. There's no way. They they have replacements for the stamper part or whatever. The parts are interchangeable. It has to be. Without ever having laid eyes on one, I know that that's the case. There's no fucking way somebody's going to pay a million dollars for a goddamn ten-inch
0: fucking. Well, mess. I see a niche market we can get into. Yeah,
1: <laughs> we only. Well, I 10. introduce you
2: to Taylor Swift fans.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I just. Like, it's got to be money, right? If if it's not money, it's some sort of somebody made an artistic decision and then they were completely uninformed. It just doesn't like, I'm very sad. They were $47 a piece. They were birthday presents, so I'm super happy about it. And I, you know, I'm happy to have them and stuff, but like, goddamn... I didn't know if I should voice my opinion on being mad about the fact that there are 10s. Reddit is with me. I'll tell you that.
2: Well, is, was this before Reddit shut down? Because I went to some of my favorites and yes. I had to educate myself on where is vinyl releases, where is vinyl deals, and where is vinyl. Arnaldo knows.
1: He is the knower of this thing. There is no shortcut to make a 10 inch record. It takes the same time as a 12. You can argue that it takes less material, but I got to believe it can't be. It's got to be marginal, right?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say, is it is there a difference in what has to be prepared for materials?
1: Because you're losing the same. You're losing fifty-eight grams of vinyl. Fifty-eight grams? Give me a break. All right, maybe I'm too mad is about that, this.
3: Is that gonna break the bank? You know, I don't <laughs>
1: know. But whatever. That's what I'm mad about today. But I'll tell you what I'm not mad about. I forgot to show in, in mailbag. I guess oh, it was I it. last week.
0: Oh Spirit World.
1: He's rip. He's absolutely rip,
3: dude. It's so much fun too. It's, it's so, like so fun. fun. Yeah, they're they're opening, I think, for dancing.
1: <laughs> yes, they are. Not where yeah. I'm. Not where I'm here. I think they are here. Oh yeah. no, that's I'm not
3: Twin Temple. That's the Twin so Temple. No, there's there's three. In there's dust. four bands here. There's Behemoth, Twin Temple, and I want to say that that Spirit one.
0: I would be so jealous. No, because I got tickets to
3: that Chicago show. You're going to Chicago, right? I th- yeah. If
0: Spirit look World back was unless that, I would unless I'm thinking by. of something else. I, I think they are. All right, now I gotta look it up. We're unless something changed, but I would I would welcome that change very much. I want to see Spirit World so yeah. bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I looked I did all my research, read up up about them, joined all their stuff, and man, this is just so much fun. And did you order that good.
0: seven inch two that I sent you a link to? I did. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's, it's like uh, just been forgotten on that yeah. merch site. Yeah.
1: It's like cheap. cheap and so I had to
0: message the guy on Instagram and be like, Hey, can you ship this?
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I've got that coming. It's just so much fun and it's really good. Like it's like it's Slayer a lot. That's,
0: yeah. It's very Slayer,
1: but it's, it's but also it's technically a little bit more tight and it, it, it reminds me a little bit about Pantera. I'm not a really that big of a Pantera fan, but like some of the way that the the guitars are super tight and but then it, and then in certain songs it'll go back to like straight up metal galloping and stuff. It's just so much fun. I know chances just can't wait to buy them. He's well, uh, right up that street. I think it's a great I'm
0: looking game. him up. <laughs> if the music sucked, I wouldn't be as into right. it. But yeah. also the artwork is awesome. <laughs> super <laughs> awesome.
1: And the, and the, and dude, the 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 fun super country western music and the stuff that they put in the front and back of a lot of the songs is super co- cool too it's so much fun
0: yeah it's actual it. cowboys on hell not just for it's actual cowboys from, from hell, hell yeah. not just for one song for the whole album yeah and like
1: see this is the part this is this is a, just leaning into a little bit of what we talked about like what i said we need to talk about the way that the music affects us and stuff it's like like i wear it pretty openly like when something's like when i'm into something you know what i mean like you can criticize my motivations or whether my taste is good or bad, but you can tell it affects me and I get, and I get a lot out of it. Like this spirit world shit is just such a blast for me. Twin temples. So great. Like all this, all this stuff that I'm getting into and finding new music for me, it just makes me feel like, okay, I can live the rest of my life and have a great relationship with music and never be out of stuff to listen to. That's really exciting. Instead of like, you know, drudging through trying to figure out what I like again, it's sort of happening
0: in a really natural way. And I love it.
1: All right. Signing off.
0: And that was another trip around the turntable. Thanks for listening to Vinyl Community Podcasts.